He's eating cheese curds. Eating yes, cheese curds. Really the, the first step of a bathroom break. <laughs> see the uh, oh hmm, large cheese curds eh yeah I think I'll get that too <laughs> and I, like why did I get the cheese curds I just I just had lunch why do I want cheese I don't know well the the protein shakes obviously not working <laughs> no no it's not yeah I got a bunch of protein shakes well yeah we talked about that last mm-hmm. week it's not exactly tied me over is what I'm trying to say the vegan stuff you think oh, or just a supplement with some more TV dinners <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I just need to start bringing actual breakfast in. Well, I've got a box of golden grains. Oh, there you go. And, I mean, from what I saw on TV, it's definitely a, considered a you know balanced meal. Yeah, it's part of a complete breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oh, we used to take golden grain and uh, Hershey's chocolate chips, mm-hmm. throw those in a bowl with some marshmallows, and then microwave them. Sounds awesome. Wow. Yeah. Eat that for cereal? Yeah, that'll make you go yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You guys remember the pantyhose containers in the '80s that were the plastic oh, yeah. egg things? I remember those as a kid because mm-hmm. be like, "Whoa, a plastic egg thing!" Then for some reason, I really like playing with them. But those are my GI Joe submarines. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. You fit a figure in there, or you actually try to hook a motor onto it once. That work out? No, not really. Yeah, <laughs> motors and water definitely—they work well together. <laughs> I took a 9-volt battery in my parents' pool on some uh, misguided attempt. I was building something, and it was powered by a 9-volt. And as soon as that battery hits the the chlorine water, it yeah. started fizzing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. eh, not good. So it was probably breaking loose the chlorine ions. And, oh. Seems like yeah. how it does it. <laughs> Come to the positive end. Electrolysis. Yeah, yeah totally. You ever taken a bicycle in a pool? What? I had, no. When I was about eight, I, I had this BMX bike, and I jumped it into the pool. First of all, you can't pedal with the crap because there's no downward force. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're just like, oh, you mean actually like pedaling in a pool? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I never done that. Stay upright. Well, that's not too bad. Like you, you're kind of buoyant mm-hmm. anyway. So you can't pedal it, and then once you take it out, the chlorine reacts with every piece of bare metal on that thing. <laughs> it's like so it's it rusted solid. <laughs> oh man! So I have taken bikes. Why I never saw my friend's bike after I saw him driving the pool. Probably disintegrated right there. On the I spot. have taken bikes into bodies of water before, like yeah. the same place we go log rolling. Um, there's kind of this little ramp area, and we would like jump a bike into the water. It was awesome. We tied a little rope around to it, around it, so we could get it back out. <laughs> Excellent. Otherwise, that thing would sink. Because it was this open pit clay mine that they mm-hmm. closed down in like the eighties. They hit the water table, and it just started filling in. And according to my dad, they had pumps that could keep up with it. It wasn't that big of a deal. But then, like, they just got to the point where it was like, this is not making money, so they just kind of let it go. So it's kind of been reclaimed by nature. And so it's an ideal swimming hole if you know how to swim, but if you don't, you're going to drown because <laughs> literally it goes like this. It's like generally anything deeper than a couple inches if you don't know how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just not the place you take your kids. Go play on the shoreline because the shoreline's like 
goes out about two or three feet and then jets down to like 50 feet instantly. Just, nice. you know, they just wow goes down real quick. And I actually measured it once. I was like, I wonder how deep this place is. So I went and I didn't have any cool ways of bringing like, you know, fish finder or something or a depth finder. So I tied a piece of, uh, I had a fishing line and I tied it around a pretty big rock, you know, like yay. Mm-hmm. I swam out to the middle of where I thought the middle was, right? And I just let it drop. So then wherever it dropped, I kind of wrapped that part around my hand, swam back to shore, pulled it all in, right? And then laid it out on the ground and so, paced it out. Sounds high. <laughs> yeah. And so you got the a proper sounding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many? It was what? 50 feet? So yeah, it was like... How 50. many farthings is that? <laughs> fathoms. <laughs> yeah, how many fathoms? Yeah. Fathoms, fathoms. Fathoms, yeah. Okay. You're ready. So go at it. And You're a man now. Do it. <laughs> According to them, I was screaming like, Dear Father, please let me up the water. <laughs> nice. Excellent. I was young enough to not remember that myself. Yeah. Well, my parents had a pool growing up, so just about every wild story or concoction involving the pool you can think of, I've tried. Really? Dang. Trampoline next to oh, the pool. I was going to ask you about that. My sisters are all like eight and ten years older than me, and uh, they had this Animal House style party when they were in high school. Like no joke, <laughs> it still scars me, you know, to this day. Just cars lining my parents' driveway. My parents' driveway is a half mile long, off wow. the beaten path. Literally, cars all the way down it, both sides, and just crazy. I remember the cleanup. There were giant hefty bags full of bottles and cans and stuff. So there's all these, like, wild, rowdy people. Some guy had a little too much to drink, pulled the trampoline up to the side of the pool. But there's a deck around the pool. Like, it's cement, and then it kind of tapers off. So picture the trampoline facing at probably a 12-degree angle away from the pool. (laughs) Trying to, like, get up. It's definitely going to work. And then (laughs) my parents have a big deck above their garage. Oh, no. So about 20 feet high. So someone hops off of that onto the trampoline, <laughs> trying to go to the pool, but does more of a straight up answer <laughs> the thing, and just like flat pancakes right on the pavement. Oh, <laughs> nice. They called the ambulance. No. <laughs> so I was probably like five, six when I remember taking pool like uh, swim lessons. Mm-hmm. So we went down to the public pool, and, um, and I remember like I really liked swim lessons. Like I liked swimming. And uh, I can remember at the end of the class, they did this like survival thing where you had to jump in the water with all your clothes on and then you had to take your pants off and like tie, tie it into like a makeshift life preserver. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, because yeah, jeans will like kind of hold air pretty well. Mm-hmm. Once they get wet, they kind of seal up. So yeah. you had to do that. And then you, like you had a flannel shirt and you had to do the same thing to that. And then you had to show that you could tread water while you were doing this, right? And so I remember like, yeah, jumped in, did all this inflated everything I'm treading water the whole time teachers like hey you guys are good you know it was a group of us doing the same time so so I remember I swim over the edge and I take the pants I throw them take the shirt throw them and then I start to pull myself out of the water (laughs) and I feel a breeze (laughs) and I look down and realize that there was nothing I had pulled it off while I was in the water and it was inside my pants which were like 10 feet away and so I'm sitting there and I'm just getting this like oh man this is not gonna end well and like I looked around and everyone was like preoccupied and so I can remember like 
<laughs> pulling myself out of the water and then diving like this across the like across the wet like tile pavement stuff. Grabbed my pants, scooted back into the water, and I was man. I managed to pull my shorts out and put them on without anybody seeing. Like I don't know how nobody noticed. If they didn't know, your plan just like a good day, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like I was just. I could not believe nobody saw me, but I was so thankful because that would have been damaging to my my ego like that was so yeah so it ended well as good as it could have imagine if they started the water aerobics right around (laughs) oh no that was the 80s so they would have been doing the water aerobics So you think someone's gonna notice that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just right. I guess he didn't realize he lost his shorts until he finished his lap of butterfly, and then just like, oh. He's trying <laughs> to he's trying to make a really good time, so he wanted no resistance. <laughs> shorts off. We're doing this. He's hiding in plain sight. <laughs> hiding in plain sight. So are pools any different in China, or pretty much the same? Yeah, pretty much the same. I was hoping for some like super ridiculous, unsafe slide. You know, that it's like, it would be outlawed here, but in China, they're like, who cares? It's fun. Let's do it. I feel like we can't get away with cool stuff like that anymore. But I feel like in China, they're like, whatever, it's a slide. Go for it. I was actually at a Moses Lake water park just last weekend. Hmm. And I was going so freaking fast on those slides, and my girlfriend couldn't figure out how. And I was like splashing water out of the slides itself while I make a turn. What was your method? I don't know. It's just like, you know, I laid in the slides with my arms crossed and kind of pushed myself a little. While the, next, the next time you go, we need to bring a high-speed camera and frame-by-frame. Really? Fly <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I feel, like, I feel like if we can break down your method and, you know, put it in a three-DVD <laughs> set that we can sell for $19.95. Wild Waters? Yeah. Wild Waters is up for sale. What? What? We all go in on that. We I just live out our fantasy of owning our own water slide. That is a fantasy I have had, actually. No why. That's that's an awful lot of plasma donation to get the down payment for that one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and have to donate I mean, to be honest, my fantasy usually stops at, at constructing the water slide. I'm not as imaginative enough to you know, <laughs> fantasize about actually getting to use it. Really? Yeah. I watched enough 80s movies that like the the pool houses themselves have hire some uh, gang ragtag misfits yeah <laughs> some old guy that's just a little bit shady but it turns out he's got a heart of gold <laughs> all the moderately shady old guys do <laughs> <laughs> my parents have a slide on their pool 
but it's not nearly as fun. About the best thing you get is when it dries out and someone forgets. Like, <laughs> halfway down, you hear this awful screech, and then, like you see their face go white, <laughs> and then they just kind of fall off the end. <laughs> That's awesome. The worst, the worst being one of the the people whose faces go white, was when your skin's still wet, but the suit tends to snag a little bit. Uh, yeah, because yeah. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. <laughs> it seems like if you went like on a belly slide down and you got up enough speed, you could probably disrobe halfway down. <laughs> that'd be that'd be crazy. Like hit the water, come up, like, triumphant. <laughs> hey everybody, watch this cannonball. Oh, oh <laughs> I feel like if I ever take on a water slide I'm gonna have to wear like a wrestling singlet. <laughs> like just, one piece just waltz around your bodysuit. Then put the zinc on your nose, <laughs> the whistle. A couple of arm floats. <laughs> An old-fashioned sort of gentleman. Speaking of old-fashioned, um, so when I uh, became interested in, in my wife, I went to my father-in-law to ask permission to, to date her. So I went in and uh, um, I asked him pretty pretty much straight up at the start, you know, I'd like to, to date your daughter. And then began a five-hour filibuster, which there were a lot of things that happened, and I, I don't remember most of them. <laughs> but I do know that I left uh, without actual permission to date her, so I never did get permission. But I did get a job. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, I, it worked out, um, you know, and, and when I did asked to marry her, I, I at least got a shorter answer that time. Um, maybe he was just trying to see if you could, like, maybe that was the test, you know? Yeah. Did just, you have to continue with the next day? Like, <laughs> we're not done with this. Yeah, hold yeah. on. He's all parched. No. Throat's <laughs> <laughs> all sore. Alright, I guess you're fine. Go fetch me a glass of water, boy. Yeah. <laughs> on this round. So, I just picture, like, your then-girlfriend and her mother just hovering the, around the door outside. Oh no! They, in, this was this was on. after the advent of the cell phone, so they were they were instead um, at various places, but <laughs> just waiting for the phone call. And and actually, I I, uh, I had my wife pick me up afterwards. I texted her, and, <laughs> and she came out and said, "Wow, that that took a long time. What what did, what do you say?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> In fact, I'm, I'm not positive I got a yes. <laughs> I blacked out mostly. <laughs> yeah, there's a internet video of my girlfriend's dad. He's a geologist. Mm-hmm. So I was prepared before I met him. I was like, oh, so this is how your dad likes. This is how he talks. <laughs> nice. Did you just show up with like a pocket full of rocks? Like you're reaching for your key and you oh. spill out some minerals on the table. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, let me click my quartz side. <laughs> I see you too are interested in the lapidary arts. <laughs> I was familiar embalmer because that would be awesome. This story would be way cooler. If it was something to do with embalming or undertaking? No, no, he wasn't an undertaker. He was a facilities manager. Um, so he did have. Uh, keys to places that you didn't know existed in, That's in the cool. building. Now I noticed oh, you used air quotes around facilities manager and <laughs> winked at Gabe when he said keys to places. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Your words are saying one thing, but your body language is saying another. Well really, in this story, um, 
the story so far has been entirely allegorical. <laughs> mm. So he took me down in the boiler room, <laughs> and we had a discussion on HVAC. It was actually a secret still. He was a rum runner. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, you were leaning out the window of like a... Secret still in the basement of a megachurch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect place. We did actually have a secret tunnel under the street connecting two buildings. Oh, Secret tunnel is the best. It was pretty awesome, unless you had to vacuum it. Mm. Well, that's not true. If you had fun and knew what you're doing, you'd start on the higher side of the tunnel and ride the vacuum down. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah. A rideable vacuum, that's... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it was a rideable vacuum. I just said we wrote it. Could be written. (laughs) But you still have to come back with that vacuum. Yeah, but you'd just drag it behind you. I mean, it's the same as sledding, really. You've got to bring the sled back to the top with you. Was it a gross tunnel? No, it was was carpeted and and generally well lit. so you could have some fun with that. Like, make sure like it's a light bulb that kind of flickers when people uh, are down there. Yeah, really creep it up. Oh yeah, we we had the ballast go bad in there once mm-hmm. or twice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that worked. Uh, yeah, it was it was funny because uh, you'd get the the little kids who were terrified that they were doing something wrong. You'd walk in and they'd snap <laughs> to attention, and and you knew that all they really were doing was trying to race quarters down the slope. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you just go ahead. You're not in trouble for trying to roll quarters. They're not playing a game of dice. You just walk up. Clack it, clack it, clack. Yeah, you think you caught them playing, you know, mumbly peg and it, looking at a dirty mag, but no, it's just rolling quarters. What exactly is mumbly peg? I can't say I've played that game. Oh, mumbly peg. It's um, it involves uh, a knife. Um, Oh, a unprotected body part and um, general stupidity. Yeah, that's the one where you do this, right? Uh, no, I think mumbly peg is where you drop it and then move your feet. With them. You know that game? No. So you stand with your feet about shoulder width or further apart, and then you drop the knife. And where the knife hits, you've got to move one of your feet to that spot. And then you drop the knife again. And you go until basically you, it's... I always played it where it's a competition between... Two people, and it's, you just go and tell one person says uncle, and <laughs> my feet are now essentially touching, and you want me to drop a knife between them. I'm not. I'm not That's doing pretty that. crazy. And you had to prove that your knife was, you know, it wasn't some magician's knife or anything, so you had to shave a, a patch of your arm hair first. Wow. Uh, only if I have arm hair to shave. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Boy Scout camp, this was, geez, the early 90s probably. We found a butter knife at our campground. So a whole... Gotta watch out for those butter knives. I don't know if someone stole it out of the mess hall or what, but... Was so, it Camp Grizzly? No, it was... Um, camp Easton? Yeah, Easton on Coeur yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. So, like a dozen guys... And like a picnic table and a whetstone. <laughs> Just I like this. this thing. <laughs> that butter knife was so sharp. <laughs> like that, front at edge, that point back doesn't edge, classify as a curve. I think by the time they were the week was done, like three sides of the thing were completely like razor sharp. Did you wrap the, the handle in medical tape? Oh we should have. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Turn into a shiz. <laughs> so, <laughs> That'd be awesome. We had a rumble with a rival camp. And like so, someone came in and was knocking tents down, and someone else go get the butter knife. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're running through the woods, 
this guy it's carrying like words. huge logs, like throwing them at each other and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there always seems to be a rival like scout troop thing going on. I remember that. So I, I would always go to Camp Grizzly. I did go to Camp Easton once, but in Camp Grizzly, there was this other group. We were like the outcast group. We all, they'd always put us to the furthest camp out. Yeah. And so, um, so we would basically work our way back in playing pranks on people. <laughs> and um, I remember we would go in at night. Our camp leaders, I mean, our, our scout leaders could care less what we did. Like, they just didn't care. They were those, like, older guys that were just like, whatever. And uh, what we would do is we would heat up a bunch of rocks in the fire, and we'd get a shovel, pull them out of the fire, and then, like, we would see how close to the other people's camp we could get. We would wait until they're in their tents, then we would we'd put it on the ground and then pee on it. All of us would pee on the. It smells so bad. I mean, like, atomized urine is a horrible scent. So we would all pee on it and then just like take off running. <laughs> and of course there's the one kid who's like, I'm gonna poop on it, you know? And like, no. And like we're like, okay, okay, that's taking it a bit far. No, of course he did that, and that that was not a good smell either. So <laughs> but yeah, I remember our leaders just not caring at all. At, at the camp I went to, I remember one day, um, that's out at the archery range and which was closer to the entrance. Where uh we were firing off arrows, and then we saw an ambulance drive by. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's weird. I wonder if somebody hurt themselves. Yeah, yeah, my, our, our cabin leader um, had walked out, and, and on the dock there, there were some kids diving off into the shallow water. Guys, guys, you cannot dive into the water here. It's not safe. Oh, but we want to. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Fine. Let me show you how to do it. <laughs> so he breaks his neck. No way. Are you serious? Wow. Oh, <laughs> It was a compression fracture, fortunately, so he, oh, he ended up wow. without spinal damage, but um, still an idiot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let me show you how unsafe this is. <laughs> Just to prove it to you. Here, hold yeah, my so, <laughs> so halfway through exactly. Halfway through camp we got to switch counselors. Put your pants back on. I still got my tie. Where's my chair? There's a garbage can. Yeah, it's garbage can. There's another case. So yeah, once at a uh, orchestra camp. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need, we're gonna need a, some backstory on orchestra camp. So, so Ben went to orchestra camp, which is cool on the left. What instrument did you play? I play violin. Violin? My yeah. mom plays violin. Good instrument. Do you still play? Uh, a little bit. All right, sorry to derail. Continue. So, but anyway, one of my best friends was um, taking a nap, so we dipped his hand into like a bowl of water, and then we forgot it there. <laughs> <laughs> and then three hours later, he peed himself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Once the water got warm enough, it actually worked. Wow. Yeah. I remember trying that, but the person sleeping was never like asleep enough. You know? It was yeah. wake up. Wake up like, why is my hand wet? What are you doing? <laughs> my favorite was the whipped cream and then the tickle oh, fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we never did it with whipped cream. We would do it with peanut butter. Oh, that's oh, mean. That's <laughs> harsh. Then you call in the dog. Then there's one so. guy that poops in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be that one guy. Guys, I have the game strong. Oh, comes along. Guys are like, I'm going to poop. What is it with you and poop, dude? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, wait, we see, we would do shaving cream sometimes. Mm-hmm. And related stuff. Yeah, you know, just, yeah, the Barbasol. Mm-hmm. That was the cheap stuff, I guess, we really got. Which leads me to my next segue, which is odd. So at the end of... <laughs> the segue's odd? Or? Yeah. Yeah. 
Actually, I was thinking about segues the other day. This is different. An actual segue. <laughs> this is a segue to another segue. Yeah, a physical segue. Like, do they segue, still, segue, segue. Do people actually, do they still make those? Do people yeah. buy them? I, yeah. like, yeah. Did you see my link from the, the, the electric unicycle? It was amazing. The, yeah, the great and powerful Waz runs a Segway polo club. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I know there's been a lot of cheap, Waz, like, really cool, like, uh, uh, that that one you sent me for yeah. The, the, yeah yeah so you know it's, it's like a little like, pad that you step on it's, it's basically like tiny. exactly oh, yeah. like a segue only cool like the hoverboard thing yeah hoverboard. so I'm thinking who's gonna spend like how many five six grand on a segue when you can get one of those for like five hundred bucks or whatever two hundred two hundred bucks yeah see what are we gonna do with all this more you are really bad for my space bucks anyways reverse segue back to shaving cream that was so shaving cream so in my grade school and the grade school and junior high that were closest to where I grew up, there was a pond called Horderman's Pond. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the school year, the the ju- like the, the grade school kids, we would get out half day. The junior high kids would, you know, they'd get out full day, but, you know, they'd get out at the end of the day. So there was, like, this, like, running tradition where there would be a shaving cream fight at Horderman's <laughs> Pond. And it would get insane. Like, so you have all these, like, sixth grade kids that are like, we're going into junior high. So we would all get like, you know, get our shaving cream and everything. Then the junior high big kids would come down and it was like a big turf battle over this. <laughs> and it was it was unreal. But the thing is, I just remember like it was like totally sanctioned by the cops. They would show up and just park and just watch. And like you'd see grade school kids and junior high kids just running around, you know. And so uh, me and my friends, we had the just brilliant ideas. Um, we built these really we built these uh, water balloon launchers. You know, using surgical tubing, the big leather pouch. Yeah, yeah. And so we went on the other side of the pond and were launching balloons over the pond and just nailing kids. Wow. And it was nice. so cool until like a band of, of junior high kids found us. And we're sixth graders, right? We had just graduated sixth grade. We're going into the big time school now. Yeah. And like these these uh some, yeah, these probably seventh or eighth grade kids like hunted us down. And oh man, we got destroyed by them. I remember <laughs> going home crying and stuff. Not this last winter, but the winter before, my little nephew was running around the street playing, playing in the snow. And I was on like the other side of the house, and I started rolling up snowballs and just throwing them over the house. You know, they had no idea where I was. And yeah. I'm like out, like screaming into the house, like Jamie, how close am I getting? She's like a little to the left. So I'm like trying to like <laughs> reference the spot on the roof to like throw over. Oh, that's awesome. Did you get it? Oh yeah, my father-in-law <laughs> jumped in. We were just, you know, we were having a good time. That's awesome. Reminded me of that though. Yeah, fun times. It's always fun to make little kids cry. When we used to do uh, snowball fights, once, always once in a while, someone would go back to rock. <laughs> someone always does a rock. Yeah, yeah. So it's just me. Jerks. Just me. If they weren't rocks, they were accidental ice. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. The snowball's brown. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, why do you have to keep doing that? You're always that kid. Wait, Ben, I want to ask you something. So I'm curious about international urinal etiquette. I don't know what it's like. What it was like in China or Sweden oh, it's, and it's the other totally places. Universal. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't hear. Yeah, there's the uni- these the there's the universal rule that you know. Okay, let's say you go into a bathroom and there's three urinals next to each other. Like 
A guy's going to get the urinal on the left, and a guy's getting a urinal on the right. No one's going to use that middle urinal, because that violates the rules of being next to another guy while he's peeing. It depends it's on the partition size, though. I think Brian's name for this is the 135 rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the 135 rule. Yeah, and that's total rule. And that is like a rule that every man knows about that I know. Anyway, so I was in Boise at an Olive Garden, which seems odd. And um, Did you play hospitaliano? <laughs> no, no. So, no particular reason. Yeah, no particular reason. We were just there eating dinner with my family. Uh, it sounds like a particular reason. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So I go in there to, to relieve myself. You're, you were in Little Italy. In yeah, Little Italy, Boise. Little Italy, Boise, yeah. So I go in, and there's three stalls, right? Which I don't even know why they build three stalls. Well, I guess they have the buffer stall in the middle. They know it's not getting used. So I'm in there, and there's, there's three stalls, right? I take the far left, as as I would, to give someone else that comes in. Like a gentleman. Like a gentleman. They can have the closer, further right stall. It's closer to the sink and closer to the door. I mean, that's how things are done. So a non-Asian came in, and he, <laughs> he buddied up right next to me. Not only did he get right next to me, elbows touched. And we all know that that is a big no-no. Did you have a moment? I was just like, all right. Did the stream stop? It, it pretty much did. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm done. <laughs> no, I went and I left. But I was curious, is that is that rule, does that rule, like, in yeah, all the places you've been? I, I think that rule applies to all the places. Yeah, I, I would think so. I just wasn't sure. I don't know. But, um, there's this one time I was, um, I lived in Sweden for a while. Yeah, yeah. And my uncle, he's actually pretty tall. He's like six feet two. And my dad's like five eight. So there's this once we are we're all at the airport for some reason. We all went into the bathroom, or my dad and my uncle went into the bathroom, and they came out laughing because <laughs> you know the damn Swedes and the Norwegians they were so tall. The urinals were pretty much like <laughs> <laughs> you know, chest high to my to my dad and my uncle, and they couldn't reach it at Take all. Take a step back, <laughs> lean back, park it in. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. It's so, kid to get it going. Yeah. <laughs> so in my high school, there was uh, in the bathrooms uh, we had, of course, just the three stalls for no particular reason. Yeah, just okay. the three urinals. And so uh, there are a couple um, guys. I think we were all seniors, and they were uh, at one and three. And so we walk in. Oh, gotta wait. So we we queue up behind. Wait our turn. In the meantime, one of the um, kids, he was, like, in super advanced classes. So he was actually, like, a fourth grader or something, but he was taking calculus um, at the high school. He walks in, walks right up to two, (laughs) starts going, and then... Then he pulls one of these, and he rolls his head down the left, <laughs> rolls his head across to the right, then looks forward again and says, interesting. <laughs> you know what a real jerk move would be if there's three urinals? Go in the middle one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. You're going to want to take the time. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Because the hierarchy would have the next guy behind you peeing in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Guys, I'm passing the kidney stone here. It's going to be a while. Unless you're Gabe and you find all the weirdos in Boise. Yeah. Rubbing elbows. Yeah. Now, my favorite uh, bathroom story was actually in high school. Uh, we had like a band, uh, what do you call those dinners? Like uh, banquets? A banquet. Yeah, a banquet. And, and yeah. it had like cookies. For some reason, we had these trays and trays of cookies. And like we were all just hanging out. There was like the, the cool kids of the band band group, which there wasn't very many cool kids. But so were you trying to get into that group? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I was the outsider. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm on cookie duty. And there's like all the cool kids. And so they're like, 
in inside the teacher lounge, and we're all like laying on the, you know, like oh yeah, you know, a couple dudes sitting on the on the uh, couch with like girls laying across their laps. It was like this cool, like oh my god, look at all this happening. You know, I'm actually talking to girls and all this. You made and them dance sound like rock stars. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> And one of the guys, like, they had these brown cookies with nuts on them, but they were, like, soft. And so he decided to mush one up and look like, make it look like a turd. And then he went into the into the boys' bathroom and laid it, like, on the urinal. <laughs> like, right on the rim. <laughs> and we're all like, you're never going to know it's a cookie. <laughs> but it had, like, no, I mean, it looked bad. <laughs> it had nuts and stuff, and, like, walnuts. You're just like, like, full walnuts. <laughs> How did you do it into a urinal so clean? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It would have been like a clean shot, no spray, just like turd. <laughs> we all have our skill sets. <laughs> no backsplash or anything. And then there was a turd that was in the girls' bathroom that was so big, somebody took a picture of it. And it was like they were posting it all over the school. And nobody knew who like generated anything. Like neither the poo or the picture. Found lobster. Oh yeah. I, there was some like, funny term on it too and I don't remember what it was. But yeah. it was photoshopped in every yearbook picture. <laughs> yeah it was so big it like curled around. It was like soft serve. It was amazing. And somebody was just like the funny part is it was in the girls bathroom we had a, a power outage um, one day at school and my buddy runs into the bathroom and screams he goes ah I can't see anything and just dropped into the <laughs> right in the middle of the no. <laughs> no. I'm in the bathroom it's close enough the thing was you could see just fine in there he's like it's too late but he made sure that everyone outside heard it's, it's too dark. I can't see anything in here. Again, Wendell, there's a window. <laughs> On the same uh, topic, I was a RA in college, resident assistant. <laughs> and as a resident assistant, you know, you do your typical, oh, I locked my keys in my dorm room. Please open it up and get my keys, right? You can walk around and unlock doors for people. Or if somebody's doing something they're not supposed to do or they're called the security or whatever. I had the worst one ever. Someone comes to my door at about midnight, knocks the door, and says, uh, I can't take a shower. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, what do you want me to do about yeah, this? Yeah, why is this my problem? It's midnight. Security's not coming over. <laughs> Janitors aren't coming over. What do you want me to do? You, you got to do something. So I walk in there to verify that, sure enough, someone pooped in the shower. And uh, had to turn the nozzle on and just point at it. That was the best I could do. Open it would just kind of break down on its own. And then you're like, this is a cookie. What is that? <laughs> this is chocolate or cookie? a big joke. Are, are those walnuts? <laughs> yeah. My kids yeah. used to crap in the bathtub so often. I actually thought about getting a fish tank net and keeping it by the <laughs> So I've had to bare fist a brown shark out of there a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> like flying out of there like it's in a ghost. That's it, huh? Well, we'll fix all this in post. Naturally. As usual.